All right, uh, you ready? Mm -hmm. Okay, so thank you for listening to Let's Hug It Out. My name is Zach Schaefer, and I am sitting here today with Mr. David Jackson. How y'all doing? How are you, David? I'm all right. I'm all right, man. How, how have these past few days been for you? Um, a bit stressful. I mean, it's finals week, you know, so everybody's stressed. Um, mm -hmm. Birthday's coming up, so I'm looking forward to that. Oh, you have your birthday coming up? Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Get your family together or something? Uh, no, not this time. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't know when I'm going to do my birthday. I'm probably, I know I got to work, and then mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do after I get off work. So Yeah. Hopefully do something nice, you know, get those dopamine levels up, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. I've been all right myself, of course, stressed with finals and everything. But I recently, just yesterday, I took a big, long walk. I found that walks really helped with me clear my head and everything went up to the lake. Mm -hmm. It was really nice. That's nice. So we're here to talk about your mental health specifically, as we have with all our guests. So cool. if you want to tell me real quick, what are your mental health issues that you've been dealing with? Um, My three mental health issues I've been dealing with is uh, ADHD, OCD, and anxiety disorder. Um, Yeah, I... I've, Hopefully, ADHD and OCD are like within the mental health range. I don't, some people classify it, don't classify it as it them those being in mental health, while others do. It's not necessarily, I guess, mental health. It's just more of like a mental disorder, right? Yeah, yeah, I I would say so. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, ADHD. That's that's something that, especially our generation, a lot of children have been like diagnosed with, and there's the big stigma around it, like we're over medicating these kids mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Do you have anything to say about that? Um, all I have to say about it is that if you or your family members or somebody like, if you guys have a feeling that you guys have ADHD, like don't don't be afraid. Like you can go to your ask your doctor. You know you can take a test. Um, and they can diagnose you or like ask your family members and stuff, you know? Um, but yeah, it's, it's not, some kids do get over medicated with it while they don't need it while others ha have ADHD and they don't even get medicated at all. Um, but yeah, if you guys feel like, or know anybody who might have ADHD or, you know, suffers from ADHD, you know, talk to them and check them out. All right. And what's, what's ADHD like for you? What's been your experience with it? My experience with it is just, <laughs> um, just out of nowhere energy and just always distracted. Like, for mm -hmm. example, I'll be talking to you and then I'll be like, t yeah, I'll be talking to you and then just out of nowhere I'll be like, bird or tree or, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, so that's really, that's really what it is. Like, mainly for me, focus and, like, energy, mm -hmm. you know. Um, yeah. Now, what do you do to alleviate those symptoms? Is there things besides your medication that you do to help control these outbursts or these distractions? Well, I try to get out a lot and as much as I can. I'm always, like, running around doing schoolwork or going to work or just chilling with people. So, I mean, that's another way for me to expel my energy. Mm -hmm. um, while when I do feel hype, I'll, I might just play a game or something really or read i most likely will read because I, I i love reading mm -hmm. um but um when i do have those moments i you know make sure and i ask my friends or just peers around me i'm like hey like am i doing too much or hey am i making you feel comfortable because of my you know like massive amount of energy because in the past i never really knew how to like like you know be in the moment like you know when if i'm hyped 
then I'll be hype until like I'm tired and then everybody else will be tired, but then I'm still going, you know, but that was back when I was a kid. Like I didn't understand. I didn't mm -hmm. know how to switch it on and off. Um, but now, you know, I try to like make sure that, uh, I have pe uh, people's feelings, you know, consider p other people's feelings. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a good thing to do. And I wonder you diagnosed with ADHD. Uh, from what my parents told me, uh, around the fourth grade. So I was about nine to 10 years old. Do you remember that experience at all, like what the process was like to actually be diagnosed with it? Honestly, I don't. Uh, as, as wild as that sounds, um, I didn't even know I had ADHD until like like my early teen years. Like I was diagnosed at like 9, 10, but I, me personally, I didn't know until I was like maybe like 12 or 13. And um, Were you taking medication when you were 9 and 10 when you were younger, oh, when you were first diagnosed? Um. I'm gonna say yes. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's how like little of a memory I have with that because it didn't affect me at first. Like I didn't know, you know, like I had ADHD, um, but I did notice like um, I was being pulled from other classes because I had such a hard time trying to focus or trying to uh, keep up with everybody else, mm -hmm. you know, um, and I actually got made fun of for that which was, you know, sort of shitty. But uh, kids are kids sometimes. Yeah. 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 And you mentioned OCD as well. How does that take form? How does how does your OCD manifest itself? Uh, well, if I, if I just see something out of place, to me personally, it just, I just have to fix it. Like, for example, uh, hmm, whenever I go home, back before college, when I was at home, uh, the closet lights for both uh like the bath like the toiletry supplies and like just the, like the, uh, the towels and stuff in our house uh there would be open and both of the lights would be on and they're two separate closets and it's it was between my parents rooms and every time my parents would call me or i pass like walk around in the kitchen and stuff i would see it and it would just bother me so much because nobody's in there mm -hmm. you know and and so i would just go and close both of them and turn the lights off and then my parents and my brother are like, yo, David, like, wh what the hell are you doing? Why did you just do that? And I'm like, none of y'all are in here. Like, I'm not even in here, you know? On top of that, like, I'm trying to help y'all. I mean, I said this as a joke, but I'm trying to help y'all save some light bills, mm. you know? But my parents, it, like, my parents like, okay, just just leave it alone. Or, like, I'll go on my desk, my personal desk at my house, back out by home. And um, I always have a picture of me and my dad when I was a baby and my great-grandmother from my mom's side. Um, and if I think that they're crooked, even in the slightest, I'll go over there and just fix it. Um, or if somebody has something that is on my desk, I'll be like, this is not mine. I'm taking it off. I'm putting it somewhere else. And that's when, yeah. Mm -hmm. do, do, when things are out of place, do you have like anxious feelings? Are you just like overly... I guess that's what OCD is, I, in a way. I mean, that's yeah. the definition, right? <laughs> but, um, um, I, uh... Is there... What do you do to mitigate these, like, these... Oh, God. Um, is there anything that you do to mitigate that feeling when you notice uh, something that triggers your OCD, but you can't fix it? I sort of have to restrain... I restrain myself, like, mentally. Um, I tell myself, like, if I see something that's out of place and I, and that's like, and I'm in the public or something and it's not personally mine, like, that I can fix, I'll be like, I'll say this in my head, I'll, I'll be like, David, 
you, you can't go over there. You can't touch it. It's not yours because you might get socked or even worse, you know? So it's good that I've restrained myself because my OCD isn't that bad. Mm-hmm. It just, it has its moments, but I can like control it. So I really like, if I see something out of place, nine times out of 10, it will not bother me unless it's my stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And you mentioned as well in our previous discussion that you have an anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of our guests on this show have, you know, anxiety, depression. That's kind of what the show is about. So mm-hmm. what is anxiety like for you? Oh, um, and is it, are you specifically diagnosed with a specific anxiety disorder? And what is that? And like, what's it like? Um, for, well, to answer your first question, what is anxiety to me? I feel like it's just me worrying about everything to the point where it's the smallest detail. Like, oh my, like it's, I mean, I'm over-exaggerating when I use this like when I use this as an example, but it's like, oh my God, did I breathe the right way? Like, what did I do? Like, am I walking the right way? Is the sun hitting my face the right way? Like, obviously, I don't really worry over that stuff like that, um, but it's to the point where it's that it's it's like specific details, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's to the point where I used to uh, just have anxiety attacks, not all the time, but every once in a while I'll have anxiety attacks and. I would just go to my parents. I would just start breaking down and just crying. I don't know why. And I felt like I was sick, like I was going to throw up. And I would, that's what made me even more scared because I didn't want to get sick. Mm-hmm. Um, How old were you when that first happened, with having anxiety attacks? I remember that for, like, it first actually happening, like, hmm, well, it happened when I was seven, oh, six wow. or seven. That's pretty young. Yeah, but I didn't, it was more like a homesick, I guess. Cause like I I don't think that I was like anxious or whatever. I was just I just wanted to go home and my grandparents and brother were like, okay, let's go. But it really hit me uh, when I was like thirteen. Um, okay. Cause I remember it was after my thirteenth birthday. Me and a good a few close friends of mine from like elementary middle school, they were spending a night at my house, and I think either after they left or it was during the sleepover. Like I just had an anxiety attack. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, I either I don't know why or I forgot probably both but I do remember like going in my parents room and just like saying like yo mom dad like I don't know what's wrong with me I feel sick like what do I do and like I felt like a helpless like a helpless child right you know like it, it was it was scary mm-hmm. to me at least um yeah has something like that occurred since then um no in that case, no, because, you know, I've gotten older, mm-hmm. and I feel like the older you get, the more you'll start to try to, like, understand just about life in general, and I don't really break down. I will have, like, moments where I'm like, okay, cool, I know I'm about to have an anxiety attack, so let me just go do something to distract myself or to just calm myself down, and it usually works, mm-hmm. you know? What do you do? I listen to Bob Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, Bob Ross is a G. I love that man. Rest in peace, Bob. Um, but no, I, I didn't even know what to do. Well, at first I listened uh, to like really calm music. It was like the calm app for like the, uh, 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 iPod and like, you know, iPhone and stuff. Sure. And then one day during a few summers ago, I woke up from a nap and my brother was watching Bob Ross and I was like, yo, who is this? And he was like, it's Bob Ross. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I sat down with him up front in the living room and I just watched a few episodes and I just realized he was really calm and really soothing. Like his voice was just just i don't know it relaxed me mm-hmm. you know even his paintings were just like yo that's really cool you know yeah yeah so i, I started doing that uh recently 
like about a few years or so, and it's it's okay. helped a lot. And I do it every night before I go to bed. You know. Okay, it's good to have the the routine, the ritual. I find that that helps with me a lot specifically. I journal. I keep a diary. I've been doing this every day for almost a year now. That's good. And I just I write down how I felt that day and just like what. Like, my triggers and how I can learn to avoid them. Mm-hmm. Now, like, what triggers your anxiety? Um, that's a good question. Uh, it's not that I don't know. It's, uh, you know that feeling when you're, like, you don't want to think about the, the stuff that triggers you, but then, you know, just to not freak out. So now, sure. I'm not going to freak out or anything right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm cool right you're now. You're good. You can. You're in a safe place here. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm cool. Um, I'm just trying to figure out what... Like for example, um, uh, hmm. my mom told me to come home uh, just a few weeks ago. I was at work and my mom texted me, and she was like, "Are you at work right now?" You know, and I was like, "Yeah, today's Saturday. I'm at work." And she was like, "Okay, well, when you go home, or when when you get off of work, I want you to come home." And I was like, "Okay, is everything okay?" She's like, "Yeah, you can just just come home," and. My mom texted that to me. She didn't call me or anything. Now, mm-hmm. do you live at home with her? No, I I live in the dorms, and I okay. don't really come home that often. And like, not, she hasn't really said, like, oh, you should come home often. All the, she doesn't really say that because like her sons are at the house and it's like they're in college and stuff, sure. you know. And so when she texted me that, I was like, okay, cool, something is wrong. So then I called her, and she was like, no, it's fine. I just want to see my son. I just want to see you, dude. Mm. You know. And I'm like, okay, cool. Internally, no, something's up. So then, hours later, some stuff went down. Uh, some personal family matters went down. Okay. Nothing too bad, I guess. You know, um, I mean everything's fine now. Mm-hmm. I, I guess, yeah. Um, but like I had that feeling, and like I was somewhat right. You know, it's just if somebody's telling me like, "Yo, David, like you, like listen up, like I gotta tell you something." Like if somebody's st- uh, straight up says like, "Hey, I gotta tell you something." then, like, my anxiety starts to rise a little bit because it's like, did I do something? Are you about to do something? Are you about to do something that's going to harm me or somebody else or yourself? Because you know, I don't want that to happen, sure. you know? And then all these questions start racing in my mind, and I try to think, like, multiple scenarios. It's like my brain is running super fast, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Okay, um... Do you see a therapist at all? Do you go to counseling services? I do see a therapist, yes. Okay, how long have you been seeing a therapist? Um, I've been seeing her since my... Well, yeah, I've been seeing her since my second semester of sophomore, sophomore year of college. And you're a senior now? Yes, I am. Okay. And um, what was that experience like? I know that I've actually I've never seen a therapist or a counselor myself, mm-hmm. mostly because of like the anxiety I have for going to see a therapist. Mm-hmm. My just... I guess fear, my fear about seeing a therapist is, like, once I go and see them, like, it proves that there's, like, air quotes, something wrong with me, right? And I almost don't want to admit that. So, did you have any of that similar experience? Were you anxious about going to see a therapist? Like, what was, how was that? Um, I do, but it's, it's not, well, actually, yeah, I, I do. Um, because it's like, all right, cool. I'm about to tell my therapist, like how I feel and all these things that are going on in my life right now. And like, what if it's like, what if I'm, what if the things that I'm doing aren't the right things? And what if I'm doing something wrong? Cause you know, I don't want to be wrong. Like, I don't want to do anything. You know, I, it's like what you said a few seconds ago. 
Um, so I do have a little bit of anxiety, but then once I talk it out with my therapist, she, um, you know, it's it's almost like a conversation like I have with like I'm having with you right now. Okay. Um, me personally, I think like my therapist is amazing, and really she helped she helped me a lot throughout the past like two years, just mm-hmm. as a person. You know, um, I just yeah. Uh, okay. Um, shit. What's the other question here? But uh, okay, so odd. Uh, but the but. Or well. I, wait, I'm sorry. I do remember a question you asked me. I'm sorry. Um, what? You were you also asked me, uh, how is it to be with a therapist? Because you said some people don't like going to therapy. Okay, yeah. So um, what's your experience been like with seeing yeah, a therapist? Yeah, that was the question. I was, I, was trying to, I was trying to think of the answer of that question, and I was trying to answer another question. Um, <laughs> sorry. So let me record that one more time and then just answer. Yeah. So what's your experience been like with seeing a therapist? So my experience, it's been... It's been good. I mean, it's been, yeah, I, I would say it's been good. It's been really well, mm-hmm. I should say. I mean, because for, for a while, I kept, I didn't really keep, but for a while, I had all these things inside of me and, like, all these thoughts in my head that I didn't really tell anybody. I mean, like, I told a few of my close friends, but, like, I didn't tell them the full detail. Sure. Not even my parents or my brother. Yeah, my parents don't know either. Yeah. You know, um, so once... I um, went to my therapist, you know, I felt like I explained everything to her and I, she told me, like, she reassured me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a reassurance, like, hey, nothing's wrong with you. You're just going through stuff right now. Right. You know, and, which everybody goes through stuff. It's a part of life. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a sickness in the same way, like, a sinus infection would be. You know, I, I have chronic sinusitis. I get sinus infections all the time. And it's, it's, it's. It's basically the same thing. It's just a different part of your body. Your brain is still part of your body, and it's what controls all your feelings. So when something's wrong up there, you're going to feel wrong, and we just need an outlet for that, right? We need medicine for that, which is just doing things that, you know, in like are healthy for our brains, right? Talking about mm-hmm. it, doing, you know, taking a walk, doing whatever that whatever it is you do. I mean, I... I don't even think I won't, I wouldn't even consider it as a sickness really. It's just you know when life like when something in your life happens whether it's good or bad, it's a part of life, you know. True. And there are going to be moments when you know you have that those good things like we all do, mm-hmm. you know. And then there are going to be other moments where life's going to hit you in the face and it's going to be like, "Nah, man, like you you can't get past here," you know. So it's just really I wouldn't really call it a sickness. I mean, at least that's in my opinion, I should mm-hmm. say. I should okay. say that first. Um, it's just a setback. Mm-hmm. And then once you figure out your setbacks, get right back on track. All right. Good, I think that's a good place to end it. Do you want to hug it out? Yeah, man. All right. Come All on. right. All right. Thanks for doing this with me. Yeah, man. No problem. Thanks. All right.